Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, this has been a week of prognostication for fans. We had the guy that had his Twitter account deactivated because he said, hey, in two and a half hours, Aaron Rodgers is going to blow out his Achilles on this wet MetLife Stadium field. It happened. Well, he was predicting violence. Uh, We also have a big prediction from an Eagles fan that came true today. We're going to get to that in a couple of minutes. But first, file this under the category of Mike Harmon takes one on the chin and in the teeth at the exact same time. Bears. Uh, I couldn't believe this stat was true. Yeah. But it is. I cannot I, believe I had this no is doubt. True. I cannot believe yeah. this is true. This from uh, Sam Monson of Pro Football Focus. Justin Jefferson had a big night tonight. Yeah. Right? No, that's he what he does. He had a big night tonight, right? He now has 
over 5,100 receiving yards. Yeah. He is 24 years old. Yeah. All right? 5,100 receiving yards. 24 years old. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson has more career receiving yards than any Bears receiver in their 100-plus year yeah. history. Yeah, the, Bear, the Bears' leading receiver is a guy most wouldn't have recognized, even in the city of Chicago, at, unless they reminded you that he played because he was a broadcaster. He's 24. Yeah. I'm trying to give Mike a heart attack. He has, he's got more yards receiving than anybody in the history of the Bears, Sipowicz or anybody else. Some guy named Johnny Morris with 5,059 they career should all get the yards. Johnny Morris was the big deal. He, he went into broadcasting, deal. and he was the uh, lead anchor and lead sports guy <laughs> on CBS for years. A hundred years they've been playing football. Yeah, 103 not, years. Not one guy. Yeah. Not one guy. Oh, they got Justin a lot of leading Jefferson. rushers. He's 24. I get we throw the football a lot now, but come on, man. Wasn't there long enough. Yeah, Brandon Marshall. Marshall. Brandon Marshall wasn't so there long enough. So number one's Johnny Morris. Number two, Harlan Hill, 54 to 61. And then Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey from 2012 to 2016 at 4,500. insane. Peyton Ditka, number six, Curtis Conway. <laughs> Number seven, Matt Forte out of the backfield. Number eight, the legendary Marty Booker. Number nine, Willie Galt. Number 10, Ken Cavanaugh going back to the 40s. Before we see hundred years guys like of Alan Robinson, Dick Gordon, and then Brandon Marshall. Comes Pour in one out for my guys. A hundred years yeah. of football. To, Not show, one to, show you, to show you where the Not franchise is, I'm, I'm going to give you a stat that's even going to make it magnified that much better. Not one guy. 21st in team history is Devin Hester, who was a failed experiment (laughs) at becoming a wide receiver. Should be in the Hall of Fame as a return man. Hands down. Does he have like 50 yards receiving? Well, 2,800. Okay. But but still, he was there a long time, and it was overall an experiment that did not work. In 1920... George Hallis, the original George Hallis, probably said, okay, you know what we're going to do? The future of this game, we're going to throw the football. And we're going to get the best receivers in the game to do it. 100 years go by. This is for Mike and Papa Bear Hallis. 100 years go by. Still haven't had that guy. You could, I mean, how do you not draft one guy? Not one guy that can be with the team long enough to have more than than just five good years. Five good well, years. Well, Alshon Jeffrey was going to be that guy. Five good, but not. But I'm. But I'm saying is no, no, no. Don't. That's one guy in a hundred years. How do you Ke- not have Kevin one guy? White never, never played. Not one guy. <laughs> he was because first round pick. <laughs> five thousand yards. Even when you talk about years where where teams don't throw the football as much, you go back to the seventies and the eighties. Guys would hit a thousand yards. That's always been the bay. Hey, thousand well, yards receiver. Have the insert right? set. Thousand yard receiver. Thousand yards. That's just five years. You haven't had one guy that could say, "Hey, we put together five good years as a wide receiver here in Chicago." Fun five. I mean, that that's that that's insane to me. Yeah, the last wide receiver they picked in the first round was the aforementioned Kevin White out of West Virginia, seventh overall. Then you have to go back to um, two thousand one with David Trell. That is out of Michigan, boy. But think about that. They yeah. they used the 
twice on the wide receiver position in all those years. Now they did but have but because of lucky, trades and other things. It doesn't matter. You didn't get lucky with anybody. Any second round, third round wide receiver, free agent, yeah, a yeah. guy that you signed, undrafted free agent, walks in off the street. Some guy, we not one guy, not in a hundred years yeah. where you go through probably yeah. ten guys a year at the position. You probably figure about five or six receivers a year. Now the teams have more receivers, but you figure about five or six receivers, a couple of guys get hurt, practice squad, you have about ten wide receivers a year. All right. You're talking ten wide receivers a year for a hundred years. That's a that's that's that that's over a thousand players. And not one guy could be as good as Justin Jefferson, who's twenty four in his third year. But what about all those guys they passed on in the draft that have done it? Well, certainly that is the case. I mean, there's there's myriad uh, opportunities there to have pointed out failures in the Bears drafting. I mean, we could do that already. Maybe watch Jalen Carter getting after it again today. Mm. You know, you go and take a guy, Mike Tomlin doesn't want, I saw this laid out, so I forget who it was, but you take a guy in Claypool that Mike Tomlin's like, <laughs> yeah, get out. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, you go and you make other moves and, and acquire players that other teams have had their fill of or, or don't think are good character guys for their locker room. And then you state very emphatically, you know what, this guy can't come into the room because he's got off the field issues. And now he's he's dominant. So, you know, the decision making all along. And look, we've been doing it for a decade. I've pulled no punches. I bash that team at every opportunity because it's been replete with failures since I was a kid. Dude, this makes the Jets' inability to get a quarterback look like a kid giving out candy. Yeah, but the Bears do that too. Okay, you can't even have that but from we, us. But we only had no. But we at least we had Namath, and that's we haven't had a guy. What do we got? I got okay. McMahon. Okay, that's fifty. You won a Super Bowl with McMahon. Yeah, you had a quarterback. But, but you won a Super Bowl. But you got yeah, your okay. Namath. Yeah, in nineteen sixty nine. That's fine. Go back another eighty five. Fi- ain't yeah. that far? But go back another fifty plus years past that. Beyond before that, yeah, and still Luckman. nobody, nobody good enough to be better than Justin Jefferson this early in his career. You guys right now are that Spider-Man gif. <laughs> no, we suck. No, we suck more. No, we. Suck. You want to insert Brandon Staley into the conversation? Yeah, you let shut your see. mouth over what there. Wait, let me see. Shik, let me see. Shik, Keep my oh, team's no. name out your mouth. I'm just All gonna right. say, you want in on this, Mister Helper? Come on in. <laughs> I'm sure we got we got players. I'm no, trying. hey, you just have to coach him up, uh, as Austin Eckler alluded to earlier this week. But yeah, it's it's a disaster, and it has been forever. And so long as the McCaskies and Halluses own the team, you're gonna have you're gonna keep trying to do the same thing. It's the definition of insanity. This is a stat a grand... Mike, where they need to sell the team. You put this stat in front of them. No, well, what they first need to do is make sure they really get paid out, and that's go own your own stadium, get a couple of Taylor Swift shows to come through, the Stones, when they do Hackney Diamonds Tour and all that. When you when you can do yes, that in Arlington Heights? Well, because as of now, you got nothing, right? You're, you're a tenant in a really, we talk about the Jets and that facility and the turf and everything else. The Bears, nobody wants to go play there. At all. I mean, I know Quinn and Williams got kind of funny saying, I'll play on concrete, damn it. Let's go. But the the Bears, Soldier Field, nobody wants to go play on that. It's where you go to die. You can have a monster truck rally on a Thursday, a concert on a Friday, and then a high school football game at 10, 1, and 4 on Saturday. And then the Bears have to come in and play on whatever's left. No, no, that's no. Been, that's forever. No, the high school team plays first. The Bears play, play on, on Friday nights. The Decatur Staleys. <laughs> the Staleys, yeah. 
the organization that eventually became the Chicago Bears. Well, that's the mascot's name, Staley. Were, were founded in 1919. The next year, the company hired former University of Illinois teammates George Hallis and Dutch Sterneman Dutch. to run the team. So, in the 19 Dutch was connected in 1920. Did he name his kid Double Dutch? In 1920, 13 team representatives met in Canton, Ohio, to create a new football league. I'm already about to kick you in the ass. Which would right eventually turn into the there. National Football League. I hate you. I even bought you a sandwich, and yet you're still taking a baseball bat to me. This is worse than the near assault of our friend Jay Glazer by his Uber driver and best friend, Howie Long. In 1920, the Staley's won 10 games all by shutouts. Yeah. But lost to the Akron Pros, the first league championship. Well, defense and, and run the ball. I mean, that's what... That's what we know we're known for. And deep dish pizza. Nineteen twenty one was their first year as the Chicago Bears. And sausage the rise of the Bears. They played at Staley Field, which seated fifteen hundred people. Still reading it, Mike. You're gonna do that. you're gonna go this whole way, 1, aren't you? Fifteen hundred people. And in all that time, they've not gotten one guy. Oh. And I got one guy. You know what? In today's 5, NFL, thousand yards. How many of those uh, rushing Jeff. attempts would count as pass attempts? The way we score things now, little shovels and all that. Is, kind it, of enu- stuff? is it enough to be more to, to pass? I don't know. Justin you might have had a r- couple of running backs that might have been credited with okay, receiving okay. yards. Let's say that happened. Let's. I'll give you some of that. In three weeks, Justin Jefferson would pass that number, buddy. <laughs> Buddy, I'm trying to I'm trying to do it without just laughing uncontrollably. Because I was listening to the you know the great Ringo Starr in town this weekend. If anybody wants to go Sunday night, um, is uh, you know if, if the laugh so you don't cry kind of thing. <laughs> when I think of the long storied history of this team, grab my White Sox in, except for a couple of brief uh, glimpses of glory, couple of years of the Blackhawks, and those near runs uh, in the. The Ronick days and all of that mm-hmm. uh, back when Eddie Bell four was getting after it uh, before they got bludgeoned by the the Penguins. All of those things, you know, I, I've had a few of those. But the Bears each and every year, and we did it Friday when we were going through picks for Game One. I set it up on a tee exactly what was going to play out, and now the guy that they brought in as a big acquisition doesn't look like he's going to be deactivated. But damn, it's close in, in Claypool. And you've already got Fields talking about conservative play calling and everything else. We're pointing fingers at a rate unseen. Unheard of. And it's great. It's great. I want to watch it burn. I'm going to go learn to play fiddle by uh, some YouTube videos. Justin Jefferson has been in the league three years and two weeks. Yeah. Three he is years good. and two weeks. Captain Kirk future jet mm-hmm. in your world oh yeah sure is sure. really good sure. sure and at some point there will be and we mock the primetime game record and all those things there's going to be an appreciation for how good he actually has been it may not come until long after he's retired but he's been pretty good for a long time and justin jefferson is an all-world receiver yeah oh he's he's the best wide receiver in the nfl it's absolutely the best. He's been playing three years yeah. and two weeks. The Bears, I think Tyreek Hill, though, Bears have played came football close for on 100 Sunday. years. Over 100. Dude, Mike's years. on the ropes, and you're still going for the knockout punch. Years. No, I'm throwing bolo punches now. 100 years. Three years and two games. 
A hundred years. I mean, Frostburg's been Justin ringing the Je- bell for four yeah, minutes What kind already. of best friend is this? Justin yeah. Jefferson. You bought me this sandwich that I wolfed down in record speed. Has played, and now I'm going to do this. Justin Jefferson has played 51 games. Yeah. The Chicago Bears have played how many? 20,000? That's great. <laughs> and he's played in about as many meaningful ones as we have. Again, that 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 doesn't bode well for you. No, because he's three years. I know, and you're a hundred years. I know that was the joke. A hundred years. A hundred years. Yeah. hundred. When years. you've only got a hundred years. Hundred years. To live. If Johnny Morris had another thousand yards, Justin Jefferson would pass him. You know by what week though? Eight. Johnny Morris was great friends with Walter Payton. Some of their exchanges <laughs> through the eight. years. And with Coach Ditka, are some of the finest television moments we had in That's Chicago. That's great. Does that add to his uh, you know receiving what? You total? Shut up. That add to I don't his care about total. his receiving total now. He and Jeannie Morris were legends years. in the field in Chicago. Years. I want a 30 for 30 on Bears wide receivers. The 100 years of Bears receivers. That's why, what I why want. Why do you want to do that? We even met Brandon Marshall. You didn't oh, even show up. Boy. Remember oh, Puppy Monkey boy. Baby? Puppy Monkey I, Baby. I was showing the kids that picture the other day, and they both said, where's Jason? Could have held on to him. Didn't come out. Could have held on to Brandon Marshall. It didn't bother to show up. Could have held on to him. Nah, they had issues. Jason was playing with his Puppy Monkey Baby. <laughs> he he wanted more stats. I was there for Puppy Monkey Baby. No, you were not. I was there when that woman brought you Puppy were Monkey not Baby there. over. I was nice there. Try. I was there for Puppy Monkey Baby. I and Aaron Rodgers played the second half. Monday. She brought over she, the woman brought over Puppy Monkey Baby, and I was no there chance. for Puppy Monkey Baby. Yes, I was there. Puppy Monkey Baby. I was there for Puppy Monkey Baby. I was there. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at a hundred years of bears. <laughs> Bring it on! Hashtag hundred years of bears at Swollen Dome. Get your jokes in. It's the Chuckle Hut on a Thursday night. Do the next two and a half. Do you love Selena? Like really love. Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Powers just on this stack Bring right it on. now. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Bring it. Ah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Al Michaels welcoming viewers into Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia tonight. Into the vet. We're, we're into the vet. Long, long time ago. <laughs> See, and the first one he said, play it again. Play, play it again. Play it again. Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. It sounded like he's saying, welcome to Houston, because I hear the banging like it's the trash cans. It sounds like, oh, welcome to Houston. No, welcome to the vet. Welcome to the vet. Yeah, he well, had all the Eagles plays. Veteran State. <laughs> Welcome to Veteran State in Philadelphia. Ron Jaworski and the Eagles have the lead right here. Well, a touchdown pass to Harold Carmichael has given them the 12-point lead here late in the third quarter. To be fair, we have talked about game planning and scripts for a long time in the NFL. Veteran Stadium in Philadelphia. Yeah, that was demolished in 04, guys. Yeah, a long time ago. Long, long, long time long, ago. Long, long time hey, ago. you know, you only have five receivers that have more yards than Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's five. That's five. Here goes yeah, the Spider-Man gift five. again. That's five. Your team <laughs> sucks, too. <laughs> if you missed the last few minutes, oh my, this stat on Justin Jefferson, who now, who has been in the league for three years and two games, he now has more career receiving yards than anyone yeah. in the history of the Bears. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. The 103-year history of the Bears. And they have not had one person... No. To, to, to pass the 5,095-yard mark, because that's what Justin Jefferson did tonight. He's the youngest player to get to 5,000 yards, uh, earliest in his career. He did it in, early in the first quarter in this game. But you now, know, more yards in this first three years and two games than anyone the Bears have had in their history. Yeah, as I've gotten older, I've been, you know, been less um, sensitive to the things I align myself with that get cut down, right? Teams, music, movies, television shows mm-hmm. you like, all of those things. Um, and then every once in a while, there's something that just kind of gets in there. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the, the earworm, you know, mm-hmm. songs that Ty Shirt plays you don't like that, mm-hmm. you know, you could see you uh, visibly disturbed by the opening chords of. This, this one hits because yeah. you've talked about it since, well, you were able to go to the lunchroom table in high school. Yeah. And you'd yeah. get there early, and you'd all be sitting there talking about the squad and what needs to be done, and it was always downfield passing game. 
Mike, was Chris Farley the lunch lady? <laughs> you know what? One one of the people working there kind of kind of resembled. Well, it's funny yeah. you say that. You talk about stuff that like, it's that's home. thirty years ago. I mean, that no, hit, you're right. That, that hit home. home. Right. Of, and your team sucks, and it's not get, no. But here it is with specificity. Sure. Not just bear stink. <laughs> Bear stink. Packers own you. Bears wide receiver stink. Now let's go into parts of your squad mm-hmm. that have never been right for 30 years. <laughs> quarterback. Right. All right. There we go. But, but like for a lifetime, but it's 30 years. This bear stat is 100 yeah, years. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Years. I'm only going into my adult life. 100 years. When I'm 18 plus. Franz Ferdinand was still alive. The Archduke. When this was going on. <laughs> He was still alive. The Archduke still alive. And that's a joke that you've got to be of a certain age or the just wh- really like Saturday the wh- Night Live the White to Sox, understand what the hell. The White Sox hadn't thrown the World Series yet. That's how long ago well, it, was it was. About, it was about in concert with the <laughs> opening of things, yeah. 29 is not 30, Eddie. I don't think... Sister Jean was even born at no. that point. When she was one. Happened. She would have been one. Sister Jean yeah. was one. Yeah. Sister Jean was in diapers. Hundred years. Little buddy diapers. Hundred years. The Bears have not had one wide receiver that could top more than fifty one hundred yards receiving. Yeah. Justin Jefferson does it in three years and two games. Jason, you're right behind them. Oh, oh this yeah, is Yeah, but good. He, and like, he did say he's got five. What's interesting, though, yeah. is you haven't had anybody uh, later than Lavernius Coles, yeah. who yeah, ended yeah, his yeah, Jets yeah. run in 2008. Yeah, no, it hasn't been great, but that's still, that's, okay, that's, that's. We got Lavernius Coles in. That's, well, at least uh, your that's, quarterback, Mike, has his Achilles attached. That's 15 this years. That, that's 15 years. This yeah. is 100 years. Yeah, I um, years. did a bit when I was when at- you've uh, only got 100 years, years ago at to Yahoo. get a wide receiver to catch passes. We, we brokered a deal with a place where if you won your premium league, you got to choose from a bevy of jerseys. Mm-hmm. So several per team, mm-hmm. player, whatever. Sure. And the bit was, in my video segments, I would wear one of those jerseys mm-hmm. each week. At some point, I think they got thrown out by someone <laughs> who I'm not going to name. Uh, but Lavernius Coles was one of those jerseys okay. that I had at one point. Yeah. I had that. I had um, a T.O. Eagles jersey. I mean, like, right. I had some cool yeah. some cool stuff. Uh, but I, I remember the Lavernius Coles, for whatever reason, like, normally they were just the replicas. So, what, $69, $79 retail? Mm-hmm. The Lavernius Coles they sent me was, like, an authentic. <laughs> <laughs> like, it made no sense. Everything else was kind of like the cheap Got a flimsy thing yeah. you could find in any sporting goods stores. This one was. There like, you go. Yeah. I was like, can I change the nameplate on it? <laughs> any game-worn uh, Fireman Ed cups? Uh, no. No. The only game-worn jersey I, I have, I, I actually have two. I have a Maglio Ordonez, and then at one point I was gifted a Travis Hafner Rangers jersey. Travis Hafner, very nice. Wow, okay. When he was still on All the right. upswing. At yeah. some point we were at a baseball game. And we were sitting next to his agent, unbeknownst to us. Oh, okay. And the guy was like, hey, let me send you something. Like, oh, okay. nice. There's and all of a sudden, Jersey showed oh, up. There you go. Run, okay. All right, cool. That's cool. Jason has closet. Mark Sanchez butt fumble game-worn jersey. No, I think the last- That I, would be kind of cool. I think the last Jets jersey I owned that I bought- well, I mean, I've had- I think the last two, the last two, because I got them the same time, the last two Jets jerseys I bought were Freeman McNeil and Wesley Walker throwbacks. Those are the last two I bought. 
That's a long time ago. Yeah. No, I mean like I bought like the, the like years after they retired, yeah, yeah, I yeah, bought yeah. their throwbacks. But that was that's you don't like even have a Curtis years Martin? ago. Oh, I had oh I had a bunch of Curtis Martin jerseys. But this is the last I remember these are the last ones I bought. Yeah, when he does a, bunch a, when he does Martin, a public signing, again, we'll have to go Abraham, John filming. Abraham. I had a bunch of Ab- I had a Lavernius. I had the black Lavernius oh, Coles yeah. jersey. Oh yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. letting Jason near yeah. Curtis. Martin. Actually, you know what? His picture might be on the table. Uh, Jason hasn't washed his hands since. All right, now look, I want to say this. Listen, we, this is that's time to get serious here for a couple minutes because we've had a lot. You want to play the little violin music we've to mock had, no, me no, some no, more? No, 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 Mister Tough Guy. We're, we're, we're done with fast friend. My ass. <laughs> In the blink of an eye, 67 is gone. We're moving on. Jerk. <laughs> when you've only got a hundred years to find a wide receiver who can catch more passes than Justin Jefferson in his first three years and two games. Okay, Dr. Evil never saying that song. Well, he's kind of, uh, five for fighting, it's kind of got that little bit of, a little bit of that. Right. When uh, you've you really only got a hundred years All right, Superman, to chill. live. Oh, that's a good song. That's a good song. Now, we have to be serious here because there's a lot of people that we have that, are, that I understand aren't going through a great time right now that we have to make some time for because it's 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 about that too. And this is every look coming off this big Thursday night game, mm-hmm. seeing the Eagles win. Oh yeah. The, there are many people and a lot a lot of people who are coming off this and they're in despair and there's a lot of anguish because they all left DeAndre Swift on their benches in fantasy. And there's a lot of upset. See, people. I don't know how you would have though. There's a lot with, of upset with Gainwell. Even, even if you didn't trust the the workload split, which I, I think we I think we all had some mistrust of how the workload split would go, but that he would see a double digit touch count. Yeah, just by accident. It's tough, but it's it's tough on a th- it's it's tough on a Thursday to say I want to play him. At, I trust him. To play running back because it's it's like Thursday is different because you got to go. The, the, there's a Thursday night trust thing. Well, be, to be fair, you know? he didn't exactly play a lot. <laughs> no, who can you who Week can you one, trust him to and, play? Uh, Rashad Penny didn't right. see much. So, so because you have because you have because you have Thursday night games, you have to make that decision. And it's boy, do I really trust the guy that carried the ball once last week? Now there's a couple of injuries. Looks like he may carry the ball a lot, but I don't know. It's Thursday night. Do I have better options available? It is easy to talk yourself out of that. It is a two it's, starters it's, and a flex. It's, it's, it's easy to talk yourself out of that. It's because you're talking your flex is going to wind up being a wide receiver most likely. It's like, but can I trust my... It's not like he had any kind of... He didn't get the ball at all in week one. He didn't get it at all. And it, yes, I have... I'm going to start him at my at, as an RB2 this week. I, I don't know you can do it. You know who you started him? Mm. This guy. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah congratulations. 26.6, baby. Oh, very nice. Well, <laughs> you're not the only guy. Because if you were paying attention... To the Johnny internet at all today. <laughs> there was an Eagles fan who showed up at Veterans Stadium today. Who showed up at the stadium today? <laughs> well, it's a parking lot. Sight of the former. At four thirty in the morning, he shows up to the field to start the tailgate. Well, that's a with lunch pail kind of thing on Thursday night. So, a local news station did an interview with this guy. Four thirty in the morning, he shows up to tailgate. And oh, by the way, did he or did he not tell you exactly how this game was going to go? DeAndre Swift, I think he's really going to step up for the Burrs and six point win. You're calling it. My prediction. 
Got a and what happened? Step a birds. Up a bird. They thought he said bears. They he won by birds. six points. And DeAndre Swift ran for 170 yards. DeAndre yards. Swift, I think he's really going to step up for the bears. And six-point win. You're calling it. My prediction. What's now, under the bars? No, wait, 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 wait. In, in wait. Now, you're getting, now you're getting my Philadelphia accent because that no, was No, that doesn't that sound anything like this guy. No, the birds. It was birds. He's just a bird. DeAndre birds. Swift, birds. I think he's really going to step up for the birds. 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 That's how, it's either DeAndre Swift will step up for the birds. We win by six points. You got the push because it was a six-point spread. Did you bring a hoagie for me? You came to do an interview with me. I'm not getting paid. You got you get a hoagie. You get a hoagie. You get something for me. The birds. Stop up for the birds and birds. Give me yeah, birds. Give me the birds. For the That's birds. a great like one line. He just went straight for the to birds. The birds. Oh, step up big. Four thirty. We're gonna win by win. six. Thirty-four twenty-eight was the final. DeAndre Swift was gonna go off. Hundred and seventy yards. Well, you know, there are a lot of betters out there thanking Captain Kirk for that last touchdown Go birds. birds. to get the push. When you're right, you're right. I mean, this is the second person who is really scarily accurately correct in something they're predicting yeah. about national televised games. Have, have we done the background search to find now, out? Hang on. I have a thing. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if now, because we, you know, I don't know about the the, the mummified bodies in Mexico, yeah, but yeah. what if now Paper mache. we're finding out that aliens or people are actually traveling to Earth from the future and to get everybody used to the fact that, hey, we can time travel or aliens can come. We're going to just start slow by predicting big things in NFL games. Well, but and it, see, everybody gets used. Because you had the guy predicting the Rodgers injury. Yeah. Now you have the guy predicting the birds. Hey, hey, you know, not money enough. Can you talk in an accent like this? Yeah, I could do that. for. Okay, great. Just make a prediction and get, you know, hey, DeAndre Swift has that big game, right? Yeah, okay. So just say we have that. I mean, maybe this is what we're getting everybody used to the for fact the that there and- is time travel and there are aliens. There, and it's, hey... If we tell you how a sporting event goes, it gets you used to things, and then, all right, then you get used to the fact that, okay, well, we can time travel, and I can go back in time, and I can go back to 1920 and tell George (laughs) Hallis, hey, draft some wide receivers, okay, and don't pass on Justin Jefferson. (laughs) To be fair, the um, over on Pico, there's a a lot where Jay Glazer and Howie Long, I used to get to, to play over there a little bit and run around the back lots. Uh, they produce a little show called The Simpsons that have been predicting a lot of things for 34 years. Well, you the know, aliens had already landed you have a lot of on chances. the Fox lot. It's a lot of shows. It's 22 episodes a year That's for a, lot a of long time. Still. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. But what if you know? I mean, it's maybe, maybe the very first coming over has been, okay, time travel, and we do it through The Simpsons. And then people get used. Oh, I get a little bit of attention. Okay, that's great. Remember, Simpsons predicted the Trump presidency in 2016, now, right? If, um... What if someone starts talking about Burrowhead? <laughs> you want to hear my theory? Yeah, that game in Burrowhead. What do you got, Frostberg? What if uh, Arian Foster's really going Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible style, where it's just a mask of these guys, but it's really Arian Foster underneath? Oh, okay. <laughs> and he has the script. Okay, and he's got the script. That could be. He's got I the script. I remember interviewing him All years right. ago. Yeah. It was an interesting 15 Yeah, he's an interesting minutes. dude. He's, a, he's, he's an interesting dude. Did cool he dude? tell you yeah. this Jeff Justin Jefferson stat was going to happen? I mean, maybe he really does have the script. Because anytime something really big happens that could blow your mind, you need it in low doses, right? Like, remember a uh, 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 contact with Jodie Foster and the yeah. alien finally shows up at the end and it's a real letdown because it's her dad? It was terrible. And they're like, it's David Morse. He's been an actor. He's been since he's on St. <laughs> Elsewhere. The he was in a million things. And, and, and what does the alien say? Hey, this is how we do it we got to do it in slow doses i want we wanted you to be comfortable this is not the form i take but this is what it is i want you to get used to the fact there's alien life and then he started saying this is how we do it and then uh this is how we get used to the fact that okay there are alternate dimensions time travel and we slowly let everybody know until they're comfortable with it and their minds don't get blown so okay that's how it goes just the the mummified you know go aliens that we saw in mexico Mm -hmm. Allegedly. Are, are they the kind, they, they look like those things you take out of the capsules, like, oh, you got a dinosaur. And you put them in wall, water and all <laughs> oh, of a sudden they blow ET. up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Maybe a little That's bit. That's kind sure. of what, what would have happened sure. if he puffed out a little bit. Like he's, I don't know, like a doe. You let it let it proof a little bit. <laughs> what do you got, T-shirt? So this is crazy. So now you mentioned the guy who predicted Aaron Rodgers tore an Achilles. Uh-huh. Do you know who he is? Uh, okay. <laughs> 
So this is crazy. Yeah, I actually looked it up. Out the guy's be. name is David Zalza, Zalav. Zalav. Have you heard of him? No. He is literally the Warner Brothers Discovery CEO that tweeted that out. He's the CEO oh, of Warner Zaz- Brothers. Zazlav did yes. this? Yes. That's oh. who was the guy that tweeted it out. How crazy is that? Wow. Why didn't they tell me that Wonder Woman 84 was going to be so <laughs> bad early on? You could have protected the future and told me, hey, don't worry about it, man. It's not very good. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Warner Brothers. That's wild. Wow. See, I'm telling you. Time Script. travel. Time travel. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. To get a wide receiver. Jefferson's 24 for a moment. We started playing in 1920. Took a while to draft Curtis Conway, and then he got hurt. Then we got Marty Booker next. (laughs) We had Brandon Marshall for a moment, but he had to go, so we started over again. I'm trying to think of who you kind of sound like as a sportscaster singing. <laughs> Not quite Dick Shep, but kind of in that I'm Dick Shep. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Just got to just gotta listen we to the show. We had a great Thursday That's night football game, and then it all became about the Bears and, would, and my hundred yeah, years of futility. You, you would think the Vikings won the game. No, exactly. The way we're talking about Justin Jefferson. <laughs> like, he's the greatest thing make, of all time. Oh it doesn't matter. But listen, <laughs> and I, I just wanted to throw this out, because we have big stuff on Deion Sanders coming up in about 10 minutes. Kirk Cousins has another great game tonight, but now the Vikings fall to 0-2. Yeah, they do. All right. As we get closer to the trade deadline, Zach Wilson's going to be the Jets quarterback. He's going to be the Jets quarterback from now at least until the deadline. There's sure. no better choices. We've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, no, no one's trading their backup because they're keeping their backup and nobody off the street is any good. So Zach has the next six, seven weeks because the trading deadline is November 1st to prove he can do it. He's the guy. Now, if the Jets wind up being three and four, four and three, they're right there. Hey, if we just get a little bit better quarterback play, we're going to start winning some games. There's only two players that the Jets will go out and trade for, and it depends on those teams not playing well and punting on the season, saying we're going to tank, we're going to get our next quarterback in the draft, whatever it is. Because the Jets are only going to get two guys. Because they're not going to bring in anybody with salary. Because Aaron Rodgers is trying to come back next year. So it's got to be someone that you can walk away from after this year. That knocks out Matthew Stafford. It knocks out a lot of guys. But the two guys that fit that bill, and only two guys... The only guys that fit the suit. ...are Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Tannehill may be eminently available sooner rather than later. Well, but if you, you want listen to, to Mike on, Vrabel yeah. and his uh, assessment of yeah. uh, Tannehill's... Because look, you, that, that was a winnable game. Because that's the thing, uh-huh. right? Five field goals, 16-15 loss to the Saints team that everybody loves. Everybody loves the Saints. And Tannehill shot them in the foot repeatedly, right? That was one of the worst quarterback games I think I've seen in, in a while. I mean, because he had players, he had opportunities. And now you're going to week two, no DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins. Mm-hmm. We did the schedule game a little bit earlier. Obviously, they got the Chargers coming to town, do the Titans uh, this week. Then they faced the Browns. Offensive and defensive line, I think, uh, one 
and 1A if we're going to rank those 64 units across the the NFL. It's about as good as it gets is them and the Eagles. Uh, then they've got week three, or no, week four, I should say, the Bengals, who we have to believe will get better. Week five, the Colts. It's always a party when those two teams get together. Then you got the Ravens at home, and then you play the Falcons. There's not a gimme on there at all. Nor is it guaranteed that Tannehill hasn't played himself out of the job from Malik Willis to take over. Yeah, but if you're waiting, if the, if you're watching, because the teams have to be bad. So the Titans may be bad, but here are the Vikings, 0-2. If they're 1-4, 1-5, you're waiting for them, 1-5, 1-6. Come on, going to pull that trigger. Hey, we need, we're going to need a new quarterback, right? Because we have Jefferson and Addison and Hawkinson. These guys are all young. We need that young guy. And hey, we could get Caleb Williams or May or Shadur Sanders or somebody else. Guess what? He's the guy you want to wait to see if he's available because Cousins is the better quarterback. Yeah. But those are the only guys. Those are the I'm giving you names. It's Zach Wilson, and then it's either Ryan Tannehill or Kirk Cousins, or it stays Zach Wilson. That's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, this is really just the follow-up. And, we're, and the, the reason we hammer it today, I think, because this is the conversation Monday, right, as we started going down the list of who would be available, you know, that's on the street in a broadcast booth. Backups are, are a non-entity, and who's better than Zach anyway? Yeah, you'd look at these two options. And Kirk Cousins, if you're able to, to rest him away to guide your squad, think about Garrett Wilson, how happy he'd be. Kirk Cousins, finally, Jets quarterback. Garrett Wilson's going to have more than any Bears receiver in about a year. Big stuff on Dion coming up next, Fox. You like that? I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 